Whether you've been through some challenges in the past or you're currently going through a challenging season right now, God always has a plan to bring good out of the bad. And in this episode, I will be sharing with you some wisdom that will turn your setbacks into setups for success. You've got a dream to glorify God and make your mark on the world. Maybe you want to grow a business, start a ministry, or become a better servant leader. Whichever level in life you want to hit, I believe that God's calling all of us towards something greater than where we are now. So join me as I document my journey to learn how to grow an online ministry in ways that are effective, biblical, and aren't stuffed with complicated religious or business mumbo-jumbo. My name is Alec Hassan, and welcome to the Digital Ministry Mastermind Podcast. Hey, what is going on, current Christian family? It is Alec here, and uh, i just like to start this episode off by sharing just a little bit of a story about what my wife and I did this morning. No, it wasn't making coffee. Well, yes, I did make coffee. I love making coffee. I don't know about you guys. I do like the whole pour-over method. Anyway, I'm getting a little sidetracked, but this morning, my wife and I uh, were talking about hardships that we faced in our past while growing up and how if we had the opportunity to go back in time and prevent those things, we'd say no. (laughs) So like, although, you know, we want to do everything in our power to get out of challenges and difficulties while we're in them, it's these moments of hardship that really help to develop skills within us that can be used to like propel us into greater success in our walk with Jesus or uh, even greater success in our ministry or Christ-centered business. Now, I'm sure you can think of something difficult that you went through in the past. Um, maybe you're even going through something difficult right now. But when you look back on those hard times or you know some years go by and the difficult thing you're going through now like isn't really relevant anymore, and you look back at it, you know now you end up kind of being thankful for the things that happened. Because I know for me when I was growing up, I was like really out of shape as a kid. Which is weird because a lot of people who see me now, they're like, wait, don't you have, you have an exercise science degree, health, and ex- you were out at, you were unhealthy as a kid? And it's like, yeah, I was. And it was, it was honestly like really tough because, you know, there were students around me who were like running around, having fun. And I would just be standing there like wondering why I would get out of breath just from like simply walking around too much. And these kids, you know, they're climbing and jumping off of things. And even if I walked for too long, you know, I'd be starting to break out into like a sweat. And then even in school, like just academically, um, I was put in special education and I'd be like pulled out of class during certain periods throughout the day just because like I couldn't learn these subjects too well. And, you know, during the summer I'd get a tutor and everything. But my brother, you know, he didn't get a tutor during the summer and none of my friends had to be pulled out of class to get specialized teaching. And like honestly like during the time when that was happening when i was younger and i was in school like i i hated all of it and if you're like me you probably resented a lot of the crap that you went through while you were going through it but what's really cool is like i know for me like during those moments of hardship i learned to appreciate my health and it it led me to being proactive about my health and getting into amazing shape and all of the special education classes and the, and the tutors that I had because like I wasn't like smart enough to learn things. Like not only did it help me to like pass my classes um, and not only did it help me just to keep up with other students, but like now I'm reading close to like 25 to 30 books a year just for fun. And you know, there's classmates of mine that were basically born 
into perfect perfect physical shape you know they were naturally gifted in things like reading and learning but now that they're older they aren't in good shape still and they aren't continuing to improve their education and i'm not saying this to to badmouth them but their struggles that you're going through that could be trying like god could be trying to use those things to teach you skills that can propel you forward in a way that can't be matched by people who just were born with those quote-unquote talents or skills and like you know the message that i'm trying to share with you is that your hardships aren't your setbacks you know they're your setups for greater things that god has planned for you and I'm sure, you know, you may have heard that saying before about God turning setbacks into setups for success, but like, have you really taken the time to account for the things that you once wished you had and, you know, now it's kind of just second nature to you? Because seriously, like, I want you to take some time right now to think about what you dreamed of having when you were at those low points. I want you to ask yourself, like, what blessings grew out of those hard times? Did you get like a new job or... Maybe did you get some more confidence? Did you let go of something that was holding you back? Or maybe you recognized you were in a routine that wasn't serving you still. It's important to acknowledge these things because when you forget the amazing things that God has brought out of the bad, then you forget that there's always that rainbow that comes after the storm. And <clears throat> sorry for like, you know, the, another cheesy analogy, but <laughs> like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, like, after every storm, there's a rainbow. And after every winter, there's a spring. And when we forget that good growth comes out of those like dark, almost chaotic moments, then we forget to lean into those moments. And we may even try to avoid them. And if you avoid those moments, guess what? You're not going to grow. And in fact, the enemy will try its hardest to make us believe that God has abandoned us when we are in those dark moments or like we're in the middle of a storm. In fact, I heard just this really fantastic interpretation of that story in the Bible. You know, the one where Jesus, he's like sleeping in a boat with the disciples during the storm. So like just to briefly, briefly summarize the story, basically Jesus and his buddies were in a boat and they were trying to float across the water to get to their destination, wherever it was. And while they were riding over the water, this fierce storm comes out of nowhere and everyone in the boat is like fearing for their lives. They're frantically trying to do everything that they can to just not drown or capsize the boat. And the only person not freaking out is Jesus, because apparently Jesus is fast asleep during this entire <laughs> fiasco. But eventually, you know, uh, Jesus's buddies, they wake him up and they're like, dude, we're about to die here. You got to do something. You got to stop this storm. Or, well, I don't know if they said stop this storm, but they're like, you got to help us out, dude. So Jesus gets up and just tells the storm to calm down. And it did. He was like, yo, chill, bro. And it did, apparently. Uh, but, you know, when we read this story in the Bible, you know, it's super easy to focus on the amazing power that Jesus had when calming the storm. And it's also very easy to focus on just like the silliness of the disciples who waited too long to ask for Jesus's help. But there's a bit of wisdom in this story that is so profound, yet so hidden I bet you missed it. Because I know for a fact I've missed it, and I've heard this story like, hundreds of times. The bit of wisdom that I'm about to share with you, it's very short, but it is very impactful. And what many of us miss when reading the story is that the disciples didn't expect a storm because they thought that while Jesus was in the boat with them, 
they wouldn't face a storm. So I'll repeat it again because it, it's very deep. And I'm not saying that because it's like I came up with it. I heard someone else share it and it just stuck with me ever since. But the disciples didn't expect a storm because they thought that if Jesus is in my boat, I'll never encounter a storm. So does that make sense? You know, you see, like the enemy tries to convince us that God isn't with us because we're in the storm. But God is right there with us during all this chaotic craziness. So as you can see in the beginning of this episode, you know, we mentioned that good can come out of the hardship. And now we're talking about how God is with us in the middle of the storm. And what's crazy is that the enemy tries to manipulate how we see our past so that it prevents us from living out a better future. And when we're in the middle of the storm, the enemy is trying to have us focus on the storm rather than remembering, yo, Jesus is in a boat with you. He's just, <laughs> he just might be sleeping or something, you know? But isn't that wild how like the bad guy works like that? And also, isn't it wild how God works too? So you see like the enemy's trying to hold you back from taking the steps that are necessary to living a more fulfilling life or leading like a more thriving ministry. And this enemy, you know, the devil, the Satan or the accuser, whatever you want to label it, this enemy is a real thing. It's not a physical person like a human being. It's more terrifying than any creature or um, any negative friend or family member's comments uh, that, that we can encounter because, you know, we can handle people and we can avoid creatures. But what's hard to see and what's hard to avoid and honestly what's hard to hold captive are our own thoughts. You see, our thoughts, they often are shaped by our environment. So it's important to fill your mind with positive things, you know, like listening to this podcast or reading the Bible or just getting some solid guidance from a trusted mentor. Because good information, you know, it's like good food. You can get fast food anywhere, but it's most certainly not like good healthy food. And the same is true with like what you feed your mind. You know, there's so much content out there in the world that promotes values, which, you know, might be quick and satisfying in the moment to consume, but they most definitely do not serve you long term. So I want to take, you know, the next few episodes to both dive deeper into finding out what thoughts are coming from the enemy. And I also want to look at where the source of these negative thoughts are coming from. That way, we can prevent them from, you know, creating more of these negative, self-defeating, uh, doubt-increasing <laughs> thoughts in the future. And hey, if you liked uh, this episode and you feel like you have learned a bit of wisdom, then I would love for you to show your support by subscribing to this podcast. And hey, if you know anyone else who you think would really benefit from learning this kind of information, then I invite you to please share this episode or any of the prior episodes with them as well. I want to thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to seeing you in our next episode. Are you a Christian leader looking to develop the skills needed to maximize the fruitfulness in your daily walk with Christ? Do you want to overcome the burden of not living life to the fullest and fully step into your God-given calling? If you do, then you should get a copy of my book, Planting Your Purpose, a 20-day guide to discover God's calling. It's not just another devotional book. Planting Your Purpose is your 20-day guide that will provide you with the strategies, tools, and insights to turn things around immediately. You will learn how to avoid the top five mistakes Christians make when pursuing their calling in life. You'll develop more joy in your walk with Jesus and unlock the secrets to mastering integrity. 
And by the end of 20 days, not only will you know your calling, but you'll have an even greater sense of fulfillment and confidence in your life. Everywhere, Christians are raving about this amazing new guide to discover their God-given calling. Get your copy by clicking the link in the show notes or by going to plantingyourpurpose.com. That's plantingyourpurpose.com.